Welcome to the Anonymous Podcast. I'm Douglas L., your host. You can now contact me directly via text, 919-675-1058. That's 919-675-1058. Or join our Facebook group at the Anon Podcast. That's T-H-E-A-N-O-N-P-O-D-C-A-S-T to fellowship with other guests. This podcast aims to be a commentary and discussion of Narcotics Anonymous literature, aiming to enrich the recovery experience of those who are on this beautiful journey. This podcast should not replace contact with your sponsor, your involvement with Stepwork, or participation in the fellowship. Please use this podcast as another resource toward our collective growth as addicts in recovery. We're simply addicts seeking recovery. Nothing more, and for sure, nothing less. Now let's get started. I'm Carl, I'm an addict. June 16th, enduring loss, reclaiming joy. We come to understand that happiness is an inside job a spiritual experience that can get stronger with recovery. We find that no matter what happens on the outside, joy can still live within us. Living Clean, Chapter 7, Love. As far as spiritual principles go, joy is uncomplicated. It can be elusive, however. In active addiction, joy was an abstract concept often far removed from our reality. How can we position ourselves to experience it now? One addict wrote, Recovery from addiction is our path toward joy. I invite it in by removing barriers to that path, like anxiety, fear, and self-obsession. Another wrote, joy is the result of my commitment to gratitude, service, and simplicity. I never thought I could appreciate ordinary things. A third wrote, the greatest joy is bittersweet because I have experienced moments of it during my darkest hours. I can't have joy without hope and no amount of pain can take it away from me. Experiencing pain is part of our human condition, even when we do everything right. We can get clean, own our part in our past mistakes, make amends, learn to live by spiritual principles, be of magnificent service in the rooms, at home, and out in the community, yet pain will, vil- will visit us again. We'll lose people in relationships, material gains come and go, Our health may decline, but can joy be taken from us? Is joy, like pain, an inevitable part of our experience? Most of us would say that joy, like recovery, is available to us all. Despite our struggles, when we infuse our situation with gratitude, we find hope for our future and create a place for joy at the table. We can choose to look at our troubles with a sense of humor and maybe even benefit from some laughter through our tears of anger or sorrow. None of this is easy, but through the inside job that is recovery, acceptance of this very moment is within reach. Serenity is possible. We can endure loss and reclaim joy over and over. Regardless of any current burdens, I will shine the light of gratitude on what's right in my life today and experience joy. Recovery has taught me that I can embrace multiple experiences at once. Thanks for allowing me to read. Welcome back, everyone. This is the 16th of June. We're here with Dougie P. What's happening, Dougie? I'm blessed. Douglas, how are you? I'm doing well, man. Could you tell us your clean date, where you attend meetings, and can you give your home group a shout out? Yeah, absolutely. Um, My clean date is February 6, 2009. I'm from the Elkhorn Valley area, Narcotics Anonymous in Nebraska. And uh, my clean day is the Surgery of the Spirit Group. 
when we right. meet in Wayne, Nebraska. All right, thanks, bro. So we're going to pivot to the to the reading. So Dougie, can you share your your thoughts on enduring loss, reclaiming joy? Um, yeah, absolutely, man. So I was, yeah, when when you sent it to me, I got a chance to read it, and it was kind of the way it hit my spirit. I was just thinking about like the way that like you know our literature talks about um, that everything you know is subject to revision, especially what you know about the truth, mm-hmm. and like the way. Um, loss and joy has been one of those things and, um, throughout my life and my recovery. And, uh, I really enjoyed the part where it talks about like, you know, how spiritual principles, as, as spiritual principles go, joy is uncomplicated. Um, it can be elusive, however. And, uh, I was thinking about that. And then when it gets into it and, you know, and it talks about, you know, can joy be, you know, is joy something that can be taken away? And like, no, absolutely not to me. Like, um, I can remove myself with this disease from joy, you know, and, um, and the way that I apply it in my life. And, uh, there's definitely times that I've, I've, I've set myself up to remove myself from, from the hope, you know, from the basics of Narcotics Anonymous. And that's taken me away from, you know, the moment and away from, uh, what those things mean. The reason why our literature talks about, you know, we come to understand what it means happy, joyous, and free. And like, I don't know, man, like there was times where like I had no hope for myself, but this is why this is a we program, you know, I had no joy for myself, you know. And when I was talking about a loss, like in my own life, you know, like I growing up, you know, like I grew I got clean at a young age, you know, and I got in a really bad accident. And I was a skateboarder and a guitar player and I um was on amputation watch for a minute from a really bad accident and it was my right foot and my left hand so like in my head you know life was over (laughs) you know because uh, I thought I was gonna lose those things that that meant a lot to me and um and and it wasn't that at all you know like I had uh I'd, I'd allowed materialistic things to take over my life and I had no joy and true true joy comes from the heart man and uh and, you know, this is one of those things that happened to me when I got there. And like, um, when that happened, like I had stepped away from narcotics anonymous, you know, mm-hmm. and, um, my joy wasn't, wasn't based and rooted in, in, in the basics of what we do here. And, uh, you know, I got this thing where like, I ended up in, in a hospital. I told you like my left hand and my right foot. So I was literally like stuck up, you know, with one foot up and one hand, <laughs> one hand up in a hospital bed. And um, I stepped away from NA, man, like, but I was a part of regional service for a long time and stuff like that. So like I was available and visible in the fellowship. And just because I stepped away, Narcotics Anonymous didn't. Mm. And then, um, you know, like I didn't spend one day the whole time I was in the hospital without Narcotics Anonymous. You know, they came in and visited me and like whether I wanted it or not, man, like I couldn't move. So I was going to That that touches my spirit, man, so deeply is like, you know, every time I hear a story of NA and the folks in NA being faithful and being loving and pouring into us, it, 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 it gives me this, like, not shock, but, but just this, just this, wow, man, we really belong to something that is, um, it's just beautiful, man. It really is. It's hard to articulate. And, and, and I agree with you, man. I've had my, I, it, it wasn't my left foot and right arm or right, you know, right foot, left arm, you know, it wasn't that, but I've had my, my, my things, right. My life events that's happened to where I was like, man, fuck this. My life is dark. 
I'm talking about being clean, you know, like being clean and, and having this work and knowledge of the steps and this connection with the HP. And then still, you know, marriage still failed. You know, it was like still trying to parent, you know, my, my two young boys and, and their mom was on a run. And and uh, and I was like, man, what the fuck? But just like you talked about, man, like N.A. poured into me, bro. N.A. just showed up and poured into me. And, and you know, and those experiences, Dougie, quite frankly, the, the, those experiences I went through kind of like what this is talking about is like, you know, with this with this dark, this darkness. But I can find, you know, I can find some joy and hope in, in those the hardest experience that I've, that I've gotten through a day to time clean is now like a platform that I can relate to, to, to the most amount of people. You know, people mm -hmm. call me up and asking me for experience on this issue or that issue or when I'm sharing, you know, people will share after and say, man, look, I'm going through that now, et cetera. Have you had that experience with, with, you know, being in the hospital and kind of facing that have, ha, ha, has people come to you and say, Hey, look, man, I'm, I'm, I'm going through this now. Or uh, can you share on what that's like? Oh man, absolutely. Um, lots of different things that pop in my head when you explain it like in that, in that realm or like in that lens. Right. So like, you know, like when it was like, I kind of like wanted to take my will back when I was stepping away. And like, when I, when I got out of the hospital, you know, like I was, like I said, left hand, right foot. So I was, I was in a walker where I had to strap my left hand on it and I had hopped on one foot. Right. And I committed to hitting a meeting a day for 90 days. And I had stopped going to meetings. I was only doing hospitals, institutions. I was only taking the meeting into the jail that I got clean at where I got the message. That's all I was doing. I was doing service-based recovery. Next thing you know, like, you know, five weeks in the hospital, I get out and I'm, I'm hopping. And this was 10 years ago, man. Mm -hmm. And um, I was hopping on one foot to the meeting and it wasn't wheelchair accessible. I was in a wheelchair for a minute. And my sponsee, two of my sponsees would pick me up, carry, carry me down to my home group. Mm -hmm. And um, would set my wheelchair down and make sure I made it to my home group. And I'm, and they wouldn't let me rest, right? Like, so it was like, it was one of those things like, let's do service work. They would push me around a wheelchair and let me pour the coffee at my home group because that was what I did, you know, is despite limitations. That's what the disease is. But our program is about endless possibilities. And um, it wasn't, they weren't going to let me set back. They're like, your, field, your wheelchair could fit back here, pour the coffee. <laughs> and um, hey, shout out to that those policies, man. That's beautiful. That's yeah. Beautiful, and uh, through that, too, though, man, like it's, you know, where I thought it was like, you know, when we think they surrender is like our biggest weakness, but we tend to can, we come to find out when we work the 12 steps in narcotics anonymous and apply these principles that it becomes our, our greatest strength. Right. And when I accepted this, you know, like I have my my foot in my hand, I didn't get them amputated like like my toes don't move. They refused on, but I can I can walk fine. I'm good. You know, and um it's been an avenue where like I've got to do workshops for the end times of illness um, IP or our booklet. And I've gotten to do a lot of workshops with that. Like, how do you get through things like that? Those severe things. And um, how do you get through that clean? You know, and um, it's been able to be an avenue where people have asked me, you know, and um, a really emotional short story. And I'll make it real quick. Like you just talk about, you know, our only hope in, in this literature is to find others to face a dilemma and found a way out, you know? And I answered the phone call one day and I was like, I was getting, this is years have passed. And all of a sudden I'm sitting there and like, you know, my joy was based on like, like what my wife thought of me or what my job thought of me mm -hmm. and not what my HP thought of me, you know, and like not my relationship and, and it has as conditioned to my spirit. Right. It was all conditional recovery. My higher power doesn't have conditions. So if my recovery was conditional, it was definitely wasn't based and rooted in, in my spirituality.
And um, so then I answered this phone call and this guy asked if it, if it was my name. And I said, yeah. And he started crying. He said, hey, I'm in a hospital and I've been trying to find you. And he's, I come to find out that, you know, someone gave him a speaker CD of when I did the Times of Illness workshop, right? And uh, he didn't think his clean time was valid. And on there, I said, I didn't think my clean time was valid anymore. And people were there in the hospital. Let me know that that's the disease mm-hmm. and don't believe it. You know, and um, he did what we do, man. Like you, you, you find, you go to any lengths, you know, he started calling people and found out what state I was in and got my number and found me. And like, we're still in contact today. And that was eight years ago, you know, and uh, it's just an amazing situation that we could put ourselves out there. Like if you can be available and visible in the fellowship of narcotics anonymous, like this guy had a bridge fall on him mm-hmm. and he was in a hospital and he was doing online meetings and people were like, somebody said, Hey man, like, I need you to listen to this. The next thing you know, right. like I have a kindred spirit with this man for many years now because he wanted to find that hope, you know. And it starts with you enduring, enduring a hardship, staying clean through it. But then it just doesn't end there, man. It's like, and you sharing about what's going on with you. You, you you're sharing about that experience, and then others know about it. And yeah, then absolutely. they can then they can point some other people to you, man. That's how, that's how to get it done. That's beautiful, beautiful. Thank you all again for spending your time with us today on the Anonymous Podcast. I encourage you all to focus on that magic six-letter word, others, as we go out into the world. Stop by the Facebook page, fellowship with other guests, or send me a text. Let me know if you'd like to be a guest or if you have any ideas on future podcasts. Until next time, I'm your host, Douglas L. Namaste, and God bless. Mm-hmm.